Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared. You're listening to Smart to Death Radio. The wait for live pro wrestling is over, and the fight for our first responders has just begun. Saturday, July 11th, Synergy Pro Wrestling and Wrestling News World team up to bring you a massive benefit live pro wrestling event for the first responders, live on Fight TV. The greatest rivalry in independent wrestling continues as Alex Zane meets Blake Christian in a 30-minute Iron Man main event match. Two qualifying matches for the prestigious Garden State Invitational Tournament will go down as former WWN champion J.D. Drake meets the unpredictable Tony Deppen and the Ace of Space LSG collides with the clout cutter Jordan Oliver. Synergy champion Frightmare and the former Amasis Deshaun Pratt meet in a very unconventional fashion. It's a Frightmare on Pratt Street. Plus, Brandon Kirk, MV Young, Matt McIntosh, and the rest of your Synergy favorites. It all happens to benefit our first responders live streaming on Fight TV July 11th at 7 p.m. Eastern. For more information, log on to SynergyWrestling.com or visit Wrestling News World. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen Alicia Toot here and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Queen's Court with your girl, the Queen of Any. And I have a special episode for you guys today. Um, Wrestling, but not wrestling. (laughs) So trying to bring some positivity and some lightheartedness and some joy into our earbuds, if you will. Just because, you know, we're going through it right now in all forms and fashions. So I figured this would be a fun topic to discuss. And of course, I'm not alone. I brought my good friend, Miss Ashley from Dojo and Dynamite on to talk with me about AEW Heels. Hi, Ash. Hey, Queenie. How are you? Oh, you know, girl. We're we're plugging (laughs) through. How are you? (laughs) I'm hanging in there. I was saying to Rich, I'm like, this is the first time 
I've done anything solo. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how this goes. But I am I am good. Hanging in there as well. It's all we can do, right? It's all we can do. And oh, I'm so excited that I'm I'm popping your solo podcast cherry. This is exciting. Yes. Woohoo! <laughs> go. I love it. <laughs> love it. And on a perfect topic, nonetheless. On a perfect topic, nonetheless. And especially in, as you mentioned, what has been going on, particularly in the in the wrestling world, I feel like AEW heels is a is a great topic to discuss because of what it is and what it's supposed to be and what it can be, right? Because it's limited, like everything right now due to our pandemic. But I, know. I think it has so much potential. So AEW heels you can find now on actually alleliterestling.com. So they have their own little tab so if you were to go to that website and click heels you would find sort of a it's very brief right because it's just getting started but what aew says here is aew heels is a new community for women who love wrestling the female forward movement led by brandy Rhodes and the stars of aew's women's division is designed to celebrate and inspire our female fans around the world aew heels is dedicated to making this the best time ever to be a female wrestling fan. Be who you are and come as you are because we're all going to come together as a community to change the world. Which echoes, of course, when they first dropped AEW uh, in that press conference, they said, we're here to change the world. And we've heard that several times from the Bucks and Kenny, right? And, and Cody. So uh, similar message, but all about the ladies. So what did you think about when that email came through? Because you were the one that told me about it because I saw that email and I immediately deleted it and I thought I didn't get it because the top of it was just like, you know, promo codes for pro wrestling tees or, or whatever. And it was at the bottom, just about AEW heels. It was kind of hidden in a way. And you were like, Hey, <laughs> did you see this? And no, it was like, it was, what? it was kind of at the bottom and it, it's easy to overlook, but mm-hmm. I was, I was super excited about it. Um, I've always like, I, I think you and I may have talked about this before too on like a, a previous conversation where I've always kind of struggled like making friends and, and fitting in, especially being a female who likes wrestling. I, I don't know too many other ladies uh, or, or growing up at least, I didn't know too many other ladies who shared similar passions. So I felt like I was always kind of like just wandering, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. trying to find my place. And w- when I saw this, I thought, you know, hey, this is a really cool opportunity. And like I said to you, it's great in theory. Um, I think it has really cool implications because there's never been anything like this before. And I, I felt like, as I felt with AEW all along, like this is something for me. Mm-hmm. And like I have a place now. So I was really into it. And uh, you were the first person... I thought to share it with because I was like, you have to be there. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be there? <laughs> I'm so glad you did because I thought I didn't get that email, which is what I said to you. I'm like, what right. are you talking about? And of course you send it to me and I'm like, oh, that's the one I deleted. Stupid queen. But you know, sometimes you don't read it all the way through. There's your lesson, kids. <laughs> read your emails all the <laughs> way through. But when we first got that email, I thought to myself, wow, this is different. This is new. This is the first company aside from maybe some indies that have truly embraced their female fandom. And I thought, whoa, like this is going to be really cool. And you touched on something about, you know, finding your place as, as a female wrestling fan and kind of finding where you fit in. I feel like AEW has done that 
from the get-go. It, it, it feels like AEW is for everyone. I know that's cheesy, and I know that's a hashtag, but it but it's true in a lot of ways. They're very inclusive. They're very vocal about being inclusive. Um, they uh, partnered with um, uh, Culture City, of course, to help uh, children and people with uh, autism and other disabilities to feel comfortable attending a wrestling show. Um, you know, they're very outspoken about that, and they're very outspoken about, you know, people in AEW. The wrestlers, their fans, the people who work backstage, it's for everybody. They're not excluding people. So when mm -hmm. I saw this email and we talked about it, I was like, whoa, like as a female wrestling fan coming into podcasting, as we have talked about, you're right, in that previous conversation, it, felt, it feels a little weird. You know, you kind of feel like you're solo. <laughs> you're kind of by yourself right. on your own little island, you know. Everybody's a guy. Everybody's a dude. And you're just here like, I like wrestling too. Hi. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's not all exactly. for men. Exactly. And it's not like, you know, obviously, like, people are people. So it's not like men and women are so different. But then right. at the same time, like, I mean, I, I want to talk about, like, makeup and ring gear and it just it's you get a different perspective with females even you though totally we're all do. not as different like you know what I mean it's it's so weird it is weird but you know it, it speaks to the to the culture of wrestling you know such a male-dominated industry and in coming into podcasting almost a year and a half ago now there weren't a lot of females out here or there were females who were maybe guesting on shows, but no female solo podcasts really that I found very few. And now I feel like we're coming out the woodwork and that's such a great thing to see. I love to see all these women, uh, you know, making their, their voices heard, but this is another way to do that. So that's what I thought of immediately. We have no idea at this point what it was going to be about truly, but we saw that little promo video from Brandy and it was all about female, you know, unity and wrestling. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be dope. And right off the bat, we get a Zoom party. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're going to get on Zoom. And it was like, dress to impress and pick a cute outfit, bring a cocktail if you drink, or if not, bring a fun drink or whatever and come hang out. And I was like, what time in history did a major wrestling promotion be like, yeah, let's just like chill with our fans other than like meet and greets you know what i mean i was so stressed i remember i'm like what do i wear <laughs> how do i do my makeup <laughs> like what am i supposed to do for this but no it was super cool and it's taking advantage obviously of the circumstance making the most of the current situation that we're in and it, it was a very modern forward thinking uh event i liked it I did too. I thought it was really cool. I didn't really know what to expect either. So I'm like, well, how many people are going to show up? How in the world are they going to host? I mean, I know that Zoom, if you have like the paid account can host like, you know, 500 people or something. But I thought it was really unique that they were like, we're going to do the Zoom party. And, you know, just full disclosure, we paid, you know, money to, to buy a ticket, so to speak, uh, to attend. Just because I think some people don't know that, I guess, if you didn't go. Um, True, yeah. Like some people were like, well, how did you get in? <laughs> well, we bought a ticket, quote unquote, an e-ticket uh, to, to attend. But what we got in that first meeting, I'm still blown away about. Like I think about it sometimes and you and I were texting uh, through the DMs the entire time uh, <laughs> for that event. Like, I feel like I'm going to cry. I felt so welcomed. First of all, we entered into the Zoom call. They have a bop playlist going on. And we're just all singing Spice Girls and Beyonce and living our best life. 
while we waited for, you know, the event to get started. And what a show. I feel like it was like 220 women. I feel like about. I don't yeah, know I, remember, it, was, it was over 200 for sure. Yeah, it's over 200 for sure. And I was like, holy geez, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> I was really surprised. And you know me, I don't really go on camera ever. So I was like, oh, I don't know, <laughs> but whatever. It's, I don't care. It is what it is. You would see me at a wrestling event anyway. So it's no big deal. But the vibe in that Zoom call throughout, I thought was just so welcoming, so positive. And it felt like a, a little sisterhood, which is what Brandy said her kind of goal was for, for this uh, AEW Heels. So overall, what were your impressions of, of the experience of that first Zoom call? I think the, the sisterhood comment is the, you know, the, the perfect description because that's it, it is truly how it felt. And I know that could be cheesy, but <laughs> it was it was so welcoming. And I like the fact that it was on Zoom because obviously, you, you know, if circumstances were different, you could have maybe done a like a seminar or a Q&A where we're in a room as an audience and we're watching the, the women of AEW, you know, present like a keynote or something. And, and that would have been cool too. But here in the Zoom, we had this chat where while Brandy's talking, while Allie's talking, while we're getting introduced to everyone, we're interacting with each other. And, right. you know, you're, you're throwing out, you know, hey, I, like I'm in New Jersey. Who, where are my fellow ladies at in New Jersey? And you got people all over the country and all over the world saying, you know, hey, here, here's where I'm located. Like, let's try to network and, and see each other when things open up. And immediately it was just there was this community and the, the sisterhood that was building and getting that interaction that you wouldn't necessarily have at a keynote because we'd have to, you know, be fully attentive and, and there's no side conversation. Um, it was just good vibes all around and um it was it was really unique and i i felt immediately welcomed even though we're all just kind of like hanging out it's not like we were verbally speaking with everyone it was a right. really unique experience yeah it was really unique and i love that you brought up that chat because <clears throat> like we were immediately following one another on twitter and like trying to find each other and you know like i'm trying to find you on the camera i'm like right, right. yeah <laughs> i know she's here and like i saw you and i saw um amy of course and a bunch of other folks and it was so cool to be like hey like i know you <laughs> so up? that you was know? a really that was cool too because it's like oh my god my friends are here <laughs> like yeah um, <laughs> my friends and my my old friends and then i'm making new friends it was yeah it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun. And the chat was cool. And immediate, I feel like immediately, too, they were like, let's start a Facebook group. Let's all join this. And let's all do that. And, oh, my God, you guys are from where? I'm from there. And it was really cool to connect. And you're right, not something we would have had if we were sitting, like at StarCast, right, when we're listening to someone talk. You can't, like, I mean, you can have a side conversation with someone next to you, but you're, atten you're attentive and you're learning and you're listening. So it, it provided that unique opportunity. And we were, you know, all of us were muted the entire time. And. Um, you know, that was great. But I think the cool thing, too, that unless you were there, you might not know at this point, was what Brandy said that this was going to be. Um, she said it was going to be a direct line to the AEW women's roster and to her. It's going to be a collaborative effort. We're going to create a safe space to love and talk about wrestling. We're going to have um, all these opportunities. I mean, she said so many things like 
panels, Q&As, discussions, um, and then kind of the hopes for the future of a non-COVID world where we can actually like be together, (laughs) Um, thinking about like exclusive meet and greets and parties and stuff that happens live, right? So if you go to an AEW show, maybe there's a AEW Heels event before the show starts or whatever, she said, um, you know, wherever that's going to take place. And then if the boat happens for Jericho's cruise, AEW is going to be, Heels is going to be there and you're going to have an opportunity there. But the thing that I thought was interesting was the pre-sale opportunities that you normally get, right, for AEW. But this one was an opportunity to sit in the same section as other AEW heel members. Do you remember she said that? She did, yeah. She definitely mentioned a heel section. And I was joking with Rich, because normally when we go to wrestling shows, it's him and I, and then we have two male friends that'll join us. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to be in the heels section with my ladies <laughs> and you guys can, you know, go off and, and sit and sit together. And he was like, you're going to just leave me. Um, but I, I think, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm hanging with my friends. Like, uh, come yeah. on. But I, I think that would be so from a television standpoint, I think it would be really cool if we're all in like heels merch or even just wearing, you know, our, our favorite wrestlers. Like, I think it would be like a unique visual opportunity, uh, something that they could highlight. But I think along with that community building, that's such a great way to, you know, foster and build these relationships and take heels further off the ground. Yeah. And I think it's fun too that we could, you know, sometimes I go to shows by myself because Mr. Queen can't always come with me. So I try to either I'll go with another friend or I'll go by myself. And that's always kind of sad. You're like, oh, <laughs> wish I had a buddy. Um, but this would be that perfect opportunity. Like you want to go, but you don't really want to sit by yourself. Oh, let's go sit in the AEW heel section. Perfect. I'll be around all friends. And Absolutely. I think that that's, oh, that's so nice. And on that first meeting too, you mentioned the merch. They dropped AEW heels merch. And it's super cute, beautiful black high heels <laughs> and, you know, Boy. AEW heels under it. And I bought a tank top right away to work out in. And um, were you part of the first 100, too, that got the free tote? I was. I was so excited because I'm, like, such a sucker for, like, any time, like, free merch is mentioned, like, I'm totally game. And I love yeah. bags. I was going to do the heels thing anyways. Like, I was in from the get-go. But I was like, oh, that would be so cool to have a tote. And, yeah, I do have one of those. And I love it. <laughs> Me, too. It's hanging up on my wall now. So every time that we go to a heels meeting, it's in the background. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I love tote bags, too. I have an obsession. <laughs> um <laughs> bad but <laughs> it's bad but it's a live a merch obsession too let's be honest but it's yeah. fine <laughs> there were so many things though that came out of that first meeting and talking about all these different opportunities for what they might give us I just kind of feel like the other thing that was so important was Brandy answering those questions I mean she answered like maybe 10 or 12 I feel like and we had the opportunity when you signed up to, you know, submit a question and have her answer them. And I thought, you know, I've I've, I've been a fan of Brandy as a as a valet and an in-ring, you know, announcer. I didn't really like her in the Nightmare Collective storyline. It just wasn't for me. I just didn't, I didn't get it. Um, but I feel like I really got to know her as a person through these 
for through this first meeting. She kind of was really vulnerable. Like, not that I know we're like, you know, we're best friends, but I felt like we got to know a little bit more about her during this question and answer section. And she's very gracious and well-spoken and kind. And it was just like such a different perspective that you wouldn't normally get anywhere else. No, I, I completely agree. Brandy is such a strong, like dominant woman. And I I completely admire her. Like you said, she's she's an amazing speaker. Um, I have always struggled with public speaking and I used to get such bad anxiety. Podcasting has helped with that. But I really admire how she carries herself in front of an audience. But gracious and vulnerable, I think those are perfect ways to describe the Q&A. She was extremely transparent um, and it's just very honest. And where else are you going to get like that insight I don't not at a a meet and greet um, not on television like it's it's a really I don't know it's a cool opportunity definitely a cool opportunity and it was so cool to hear her respond to all these questions that we had for her and she was just she was very open that's a great way to put it she was just like yeah I'll answer it whatever like of course and she was so uh, gracious with all of that and you're right it was it's such a unique opportunity to have that because even when you go to like a star cast or whatever the questions are asked by somebody else and it may not be what you wanted to hear about you know because it's kind of like a live interview in a way so these were a lot more personal questions they were a lot more um uh, deep into like her philosophy and how she feels and how AEW heels started and how she thinks women uh can be in the forefront of wrestling I was lucky enough she answered my question. I was shocked. And she did. I was that was so awesome. excited. I was like, oh my God, that's me. Hello. <laughs> that's great. And she was so, she gives such great insight as to how she feels that, you know, women can be better represented in wrestling, not just in the ring, but behind the scenes as well, which is kind of what this is in a way. It puts women in the forefront. And I think that that's wonderful. She also talked a lot about how maybe we'd have makeup tutorials and talking about making wrestling gear and all sorts of different activities. Um, and that and that ended the first Zoom call. I didn't expect that we'd get a second one so soon, but we did on June 10th. We did. And I tried to follow along with Stella's makeup tutorial <laughs> and I was so bad. Uh, Stella's amazing. <laughs> but that was that was super fun. But I think, you know, in addition to kind of holding true to one of the things we ended on with the first meeting. Um, I felt the timing, even though it was a lot sooner than we expected, was like spot on because Brandy opened with, you know, touching on the passing of Hana Kimura. And mm-hmm. we had Mega uh, from the, the Jacksonville Jaguars and AEW talking to us about stress management and burnout and a lot of things that are really relevant right now that we needed to hear I, I saw a lot of women in the trap in the chat myself included just feeling like we were being seen and mm-hmm. that we were being listened to and it was just like you know we know what's going on here's how you can try to work through it everything's going to be okay we're in this together and it was so needed even though it kind of came out of nowhere I, I think it was the perfect time to do a another meeting It really was. And I was just floored that Mega opened with that stress management session. And I was just like, whoa, talk about a community. 
talk about people who read the room, so to speak. Like, yeah, understanding that the world is insane right now, not only because of COVID, but because of our jobs and money and personal problems. But, you know, all of the stuff going on with wrestling and Black Lives Matter movement and pride and and, and the passing of Hana and other wrestlers. It's, it was just so overwhelming and it still is. And just for them to be like, okay, so before we get into anything else, we're just going to give you some tools, tips, and tricks about how to manage your stress. Here's some advice that I have for you. Here's some ideas for you to try. I was just sitting here, like, I texted you, and I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I'm so shocked that that's the first thing they open with, like, in a good way. I, I just was so appreciative that they took the time to say, you know what, maybe these ladies need some support, not just to hang out together and have a great time, which we did. But it was also like, we recognize that we can do something for you. So we're going to do that. Absolutely. Um, I, I couldn't have said it better there. Uh, when she started off with, you know, kind of identifying like, like trigger points or, or understanding what you're going through and kind of how to cope she's reading through the list and I'm like I am going through burnout completely right now and I had no idea and it's like just helping us kind of work through that process and getting that self-awareness and providing that support like you said um it's it's so important I remember someone saying in there um you know, like my own job isn't giving me this sort of support right now. And it's like, this has been, I was hoping that 2020 was going to be the best year ever. And it's been an absolute disaster so far. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think anyone could have expected this, but it's just, it's such an unprecedented time with everything that's going on that the support is, it was so needed, even if it's as simple as just kind of going through some PowerPoint slides and saying, you know, here's this, here's how you can manage, we we understand you. And it. I'm glad that you touched on it because like I thought that was so important too. It's something that could have been kind of overlooked, I feel like, but it was, it, it seemed to resonate with everyone in the room and that was incredible. It really was. And you're right, that chat was going off. Everybody was like, holy geez, yes, like this is what we need. This is what we need to hear, we need to feel supported. And the, the fact that people's jobs weren't helping them or, you know, they were, a lot of people in there, you know, are by themselves, they live alone. And, you know, they were talking about those struggles. And I just thought, oh, what a way to start off. And the fact that they, they had the sense to, to do that first. Oh, so good. And then of course we had the Nyla Q and A uh, and for pride month, which was fabulous. And um, I feel like, we got to see a different side of Nyla too. And it was so fun. She was an absolute delight. She is, she is a treat. Um, I, I love Nyla, but seeing her also being kind of vulnerable and very open and transparent, but like still her like goofy and lighthearted self. Um, I, I, I loved it. It was a different side of her and, you know, just, I can't even, some of the the quotes that she said, like when cha- when talking about, you know, what do you want for trans wrestlers? She's like, we're just just treat us like humans. We're like we're just equal, and right. then buy our merch on pro wrestling tees. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. Like no one, as I said earlier, like talking about men and women, it's like w- there are differences, of course, but we're all the same in that we're all humans, and it's like this, like let's just get along and. Um, 
I, it was just it was really great to see Nyla in that light because you know on TV I, they're playing these characters as wrestlers and and we we learn to love them but I think it's so cool when you kind of see the person outside of the ring and you get that um you know that different side or perspective and it just makes you love them so much more because you can relate and it was that was cool um totally different but super fun yeah and you know we got to hear about her games and what she's looking forward to and uh, we got to see a little bit of of her little office there with the sewing machine in the back yeah does a lot of the sewing and you know, it was just like an insight into into her life. And, you know, you break the fourth wall a little bit. It, it exactly. makes you root for them even more on television. You know, it gives you a, a personal type of connection. And that's how I feel about AEW in general. You know, it's, it's such more of an intimate fan to roster vibe. It, it feels very indie to me. Like whenever I go to an AEW event, it feels kind of you know, grassroots. It is in a lot of ways, but I mean, it's on a major television network, but you, I think you understand what I mean. It's very intimate. You feel very connected. You feel like you're a part of what is happening. And that's like how I feel about these AEW heel zooms so far. No, that's, that's the perfect way to describe it. I've said this before on our show, like as an AEW fan, when, when you're in the audience, I feel like we're the supporting cast of the performance that they're putting on and you know they they listen to our feedback they're in tune with us like you mentioned but it's like being at the show like we're all on the same page for the most part and we're just there to have a good time and uh it it's very very intimate and it is indie but in the best way like that's not a knock it's it's the best it's the best sort of thing i so agree and we closed out with as you mentioned earlier stella's amazing makeup tutorial she doesn't do Sheeta's makeup because it's their tradition to do their own um but she did a Sheeta inspired makeup look of course she's our champion hashtag holy Sheeta so that was really fun and kind of playing with colors I never wear blue eyeshadow like I did when I was a little kid but I I never wear bold colors really I'll wear red sometimes if it goes with my look or like a cranberry color or you know sometimes I'll put a pop of yellow in there but I don't like I don't play with green or blue or any of that stuff so I'm like oh god she wants us to do what (laughs) so we're trying to follow along and I'm trying to do what she's telling me to do and I'm like oh just it doesn't come out as good as yours there (laughs) but it was so amazing mine was like a jumbled mess like she's like be careful when you blend because otherwise it'll be like all brown and I'm like (laughs) I know I listen man I'm trying (laughs) but I, I can't. And I'm like, I probably look ridiculous on camera. <laughs> <laughs> like, if anyone's watching, because uh, I don't think everyone was doing the makeup. But I'm like, if anyone's watching me right now, I'm a mess. But that <laughs> was fun. And I really hope that we do more because I'm going to perfect it. <laughs> we're we're going to get there one we're day. We're going to get there one day. I hope she does another look. I'd actually really like to see how she does Brandy's makeup because that's makeup I would wear all the time. The black and the gold and the smoky type of eye is something I do on a daily. So I'm like, oh, teach me more tricks for that so I can make it better <laughs> and look like Absolutely. that. <laughs> you know, so I love that they did a makeup tutorial. I thought that was super fun. Um, I kind of secretly hope, though, that we get a hair braiding tutorial because Joey Janela's hair that Stella does is ridiculous. Like, why? Yes, we definitely need hair tutorials, too. I'll bring it up. We, we have to we have to tweet them about it. We do need to tweet about it. Well, speaking of that. 
for the future of AEW heels, what are what are we looking for? What do we hope that we see? You know, given our restraints, what are we hoping for for the rest of 2020? Well, I do hope that we have a meeting again in the near future. Now, I don't know what the right timing would be. Like we said, th- this last one came up just kind of based on circumstances. So, you know, time will tell. Maybe something around All Out. Mm. Uh, maybe we do something around the the major pay-per-views. Um, yeah. Sort of like they would with the StarCast. Um I like the fact that they did those interactive polls in the first meeting. What, you know, what sort oh, of women's yeah. matches do you want to see? Uh, you know, who, who, what competitors do you want to see? Uh, I think that's a really cool way to gauge the female audience opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to be able to give our input because I, we're fans. You know, we, we like what we watch, but there's stuff, you know, we may not like. But just being able to say, like let's try this or I'd like to see this it just one it gives us a way to get involved but it could also spin creative conversations on their end where you know you didn't think of something that way until you heard this opinion or this thought so I think the interaction there is really cool but hopefully um you know it would be nice to do one of those like um like meetings or or cocktail parties like Brandy talked about obviously um with the virus that's not feasible sure. right now but i think that is something that could be really cool in the future like a more formal uh ladies only event um get, getting together with everyone kind of being able to get that extra interaction with everyone that verbal like face-to-face communication as opposed to the virtual chat um i just think that could be really cool but i know that's definitely not feasible right now but hopefully once we can get back to somewhat normal or a new normal, um, that's something we could see down down the line. Yeah. And, you know, in, in a silver lining look at kind of way, we were supposed to be at different AEW uh, tapings <laughs> for TV. Uh, you were going to the blood and guts, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. I was going right. in Boston like a, like a week or so after you. Oh. Uh. I know. I know. I feel you. <laughs> sad. It's so sad. But silver lining, maybe by the time we get to go next year, as what it looks like right now, um, we get to still use the tickets we have, which is kind of fun. <laughs> so we just get to use it later. But maybe by the time we go to a taping, there'll be some kind of AEW Heels event at each of our shows. That would be really cool. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Um, in, in terms of immediate future, I'm with you. I want more Zoom meetings. I'd love something before all out. I'd love another like little cocktail party virtually. Um, I'd love that in the future as well in person. Um, I think I'd also like a little more clarity on on what it's going to end up being now that we're all virtual, right? So we're going to do these meetings, but is there anything else that we can do on our end uh, to participate a little more actively with AEW Heels. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering how that's going to all flush out and kind of see what's coming in the future. But also, I kind of really hope that they have Abaddon on soon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's a reason for a new meeting, like, all yeah. uh, in and of itself. But, you know, I, I'm with you. Like, what are our expectations? We, we did not discuss the... Uh, fundraiser or the the donations that they did the auction oh yes let's do that because you have news (laughs) oh my so 
Yes, <laughs> they they did a, a raffle for Brandy's vest, a, uh, donations or proceeds going to the Trevor Project and Black Lives Matter. And I won the vest, which Woo-hoo! is so absolutely crazy. I can't believe that that happened. <laughs> um, it's but like, obviously, it's not even about winning the fact that they did that for such two great causes, not one great cause, two great causes. Um I think is is just incredible, and I think what did we raise? Was it eighteen eighty five total? Something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighteen hundred dollars. Just under nineteen hundred. Yep. And there was, I think, like a hundred eighty or a hundred ninety people, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was under two hundred this time. Yep. So that, like, considering the amount, I felt like that was a pretty good number, and I, I was proud good. to be a <laughs> like I was proud to be a part of that. I think. Um, Something like that would be cool for the future, whether we're doing like a heels fundraiser or just donating or, or doing fundraisers for other noble causes like the Trevor Project or um, Black Lives Matter. Like it's a way to get people involved and a way for them to feel like they're taking part because I f- like sometimes you don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like there's so many there's so many ways you can get inv- involved but it can be a little overwhelming determining like which route to take so i i feel like this is a way we can all do it together um i'm kind of just rambling at this point but no that's, that's fine be cool for um for the future but yeah that was really wild that was really cool congrats can't wait to see pics of you wearing it um this is like so fun that that they did that for charity as well and and, and like i said kind of when we started this uh they're inclusive and they're very vocal about that and they're very vocal about uh you know doing good and this was another example of that which was just oh so great and uh, we were very happy to be a part of that and very happy to donate and i hope that they do that in the future as well so that's another thing that we can be hopeful for um anytime their charity is involved and, and they're good solid charities that you know are going to really give back uh, to their community that they're supporting. I'm all about that. So for sure. AEW Heels, I feel like, has been an adventure thus far. We've had two meetings. Um, we have an Instagram now. They have a, uh, in, um, a Twitter, of course. And I think that it's only onwards and upwards from here. So I want to say thanks for coming on and chit-chatting with me about AEW Heels. Um, and spending some time. I know you're busy in real life doing all of your wonderful things, but I appreciate your time coming to hang out with me and, uh, you know, spread a little joy because this is a cause that you and I feel very strongly about um, participating in, of course, and being a part of. So thank you for coming and sharing with me. Please let the people know where to find you and tell me what's going on with Dojo and Dynamite. Well, thank you so much for having me. I always, always appreciate when you reach out. I love collabing with you. So you know that. Thank you. Thank you for having me. But uh, I am at Dojo and Dynamite on Twitter, at Dojo and Dynamite on Instagram, Dojo and Dynamite at gmail.com. We released our last episode uh, a little bit early. We released it Thursday to cover this past Dynamite on the first round of the New Japan Cup. Um mm. Given kind of the, the recent events, we uh, delayed uh, a week's worth of episodes. Just we felt it was in everyone's best interest and out of respect. Um, we we missed a week and, and delayed up until this last Thursday. But we're really excited to cover Fighter Fest. 
um, big dynamite events coming up this week and next week. So we'll we'll be back later this week. I don't know what day yet. We're gonna drop uh, a fighter fight fighter fest recap with uh, the next rounds at the New Japan Cup. So that's super exciting. Can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, we also have New Japan, so at least there's that. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> oh my good golly, some positivity in the world with new japan cup because it's back and that's very exciting too so thanks again go follow my girl and rich hi buddy i know you're not here today but i miss you (laughs) and uh again as always my friends enjoy the rest of your day and continue to be kind to one another It's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, Ann Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money. 